Hi, I'm Terry Ann Wilkie, uh, VP of Corporate Communications for Barksdale Resources. Barksdale Resources is an exploration company, base metals exploration company, focused in southern Arizona in the district of Patagonia. We are advancing the Sunnyside property. The Sunnyside property um, is adjacent to South 32's Taylor Hermosa. Uh, Terry, I'm lovely to see you. I think we met her on a panel a few a few weeks ago, and I thought you were a great value there. I'm um, right. I think there's a learning exercise. We're not met or spoken in the context of Barkdale Barkdale before. So if you don't mind, it's um, a bit of a data download from you. Let, let's start off with you and the team. So tell me a bit about you and, and some of the team members. So I've been in this business for about 18 years. Uh, started my career in gold, um, gold exploration, uh, moved over to gold production uh, in southern Peru, and then uh, ended up working in the lithium space for a little dabble and then uh, focused on base metals now. Uh, so it's been exciting. Our CEO, Rick Trotman, uh, really well-rounded guy, uh, geologist by trade, um, but worked uh, with uh, RCF, uh, Resource Capital Funds, for a number of years and deployed a lot of capital in their exploration portfolios. Uh, and then he joined uh, the company five, six years ago. So uh, we're in good hands uh, at the top. Uh, and then we've got a great board and extremely um, proficient technical people. Right. Okay. So t tell me about the. Well, tell me about Sunnyside. Okay. So how did how did that asset get picked up? Where where is it from? What do we know about it? So our joint venture partner there is Regal, and they had the property for a number of years. Um, and at the time, uh, Arizona Mining was next door, and um, a group of uh, really savvy gentlemen uh, out of Toronto made a deal. Guys from Metalist uh, made a deal with uh, with Regal um, to earn in sixty seven and a half percent, and the idea was to bridge the relationship between Arizona Mining uh, and Regal, and maybe catalyze you know a deal. But at the at the time we got the deal in place, and and Rick uh, got to the helm, they already had a deal in place with South Thirty Two, so it was our mission then uh, to dive into permitting uh, and advance the project. Um, to hopefully uh, attract South 32's eye. So do you, do you still, there's still this uh, chance of a 67% ownership or, or is it completely being going to rewritten? So it's an earn-in. So we are in the process of, of earning into 67.5%. Uh, and this drill program, or the first step of this drill program, this active drill program will get us to 51. And then subsequently, um, with more drilling, we'll get to the sixty-seven and a half percent. Right, and and is it was it just a, a, a per meter or or is it a dollar target in terms of uh, that? There is combinations. So there right. is dollars spent, and uh, to achieve the sixty-seven and a half percent, we will be drilling fifty thousand feet, not meters feet. So okay, feet, okay, thousand okay. meters. Right, and you, I know you've got another project in San Javier, but we're not going to talk about that because I don't think it's going to cool focus for you at this at this point. Um, so. You, you, you also mentioned South 32, big, big company. How are they involved? So South 32 has the property adjacent to us. Um, we're separated by a tiny little fence, and they are advancing their world-class um, Taylor Hermosa deposit. It's uh, They've done an exceptional job on the ground. Uh, they've advanced this really quite quickly. They picked that up for $2.1 billion in 2018 from Arizona Mining. And that was a cash deal, um, and it, it was all cash, and it was at a PEA stage. So we know this; their project is getting uh, bigger. They've also have a ton of blue sky uh, on their property as well, with that peak uh, 
that peak prospect that they found this last year. Right. Okay. Um, now, if I if I look at a, a map of your property, South Wales property, it seems seems quite sort of in, intertwined. And I, I know you've got a few, not just Sunnyside. You've got a few, you've got a handful of others um, in there too. Um, how does that affect your decision making as to what you do on your property and and to what end? Well, the great thing is is we have the discovery holes that were drilled in the 1980s uh, for the Taylor deposit. Um, so it's looking like very much that we share a part of that world-class Taylor deposit, and it extends on our side of the fence. As well, the porphyry, um, we believe, that caused that entire system is the sunny side porphyry, which, is, which resides on our side as well. So our job right now with our drill program is to go in, confirm that high-grade resource is there, two, find more of that high-grade resource, and three, really um, knock that 51% out of the park with this um, with this campaign right now and then move towards that 67.5% all the while finding more of that high-grade resource um, moving towards the porphyry. Okay, so you, you've done this real program to kind of earn and was it 51% you talked about? Um, so tell me about that. What what did you discover? What do you now know about what you've got? Well, we, we certainly caught a lot of information from what little we've done so far. Um, our first hole was a little bit of a hiccup, um, but what we did find out is that we're exactly where we need to be. Um, what we did is we re-entered the old Asarco hole and wedged off, uh, and unfortunately we hit a big void, which, um, which we weren't able to get to the other side. But the good news is, um, what that means, is these voids are there in these large CRD systems. That's normal to have these voids. And what what um, what we've discovered is that when you encounter these, uh, I made notes here, um, these these caves. It means that there's generally some high grade scar and bodies along along it, the edges or at the base of it. So on the other side of the fence, that large uh, Taylor Hermosa deposit, they encountered many, many, uh, many caves. So it's consistent with what they're seeing on the other side. We know in the right spot. So we, what we did is we moved over and started a new hole. Uh, and that's going exceptionally well, albeit very, very slow because these are very deep, deep holes. Um, what's the what's the per hole cost if they're deep uh give or take depending on how if we're doing a wedge or we're going from the top down uh it'll vary but from what i'm hearing it's about maybe three hundred dollars a feet a right foot? okay i'm oh, sorry yeah. a meter a meter yeah yeah sorry. yeah all in working in the u.s so we have feet and meters so i get i get a little yeah bit yeah no, I a, hear meter, a meter a meter my you. apology so, so how many, how many meters are you are you are you drilling? Is a couple each thousand hole? for sure. Right. Wow. Okay. A couple thousand meters. Um, so they're deep holes. That said, um, it sounds deep. It sounds expensive, and it to be able to mine that would be you know a, a bit of a you know it's it's hard to wrap your head around that. But South Thirty Two is sinking two shafts at the bottom of their deposit. Um, at the base of the deposit, so it kind of de-risk our depth. If they're if they're already underground, it's a matter of economics going right or left. So um, our job is to make sure that those Mother Nature plays nice, and we pull out more of that high grade that Asarco found in the '80s. Right. So is it? I mean, are you just, is your job to make this look real pretty for South Thirty Two? Is that is that is that the game? And if so, 
that's the only game in town, right? Possibly. Uh, we have we have amazing shareholders. Uh, Tech Resources, another mining giant, is on our roster, and I'm sure they're on that roster, keeping a very close eye on what we're doing uh, moving forward. Uh, but yes, South 32 is uh, definitely pushing their asset forward. Again, they have a lot of blue sky on their property, but really hard to access for them for them because they didn't. They never really received, well, they actually never received a permit beyond their patented mining claims. Uh, and Barksdale was successful um, after five years permitting in this district. We did receive a seven-year permit to drill 24 hours a day um, on over 30, 30 pads. So the good news is, is, you know, we are capable of, because the properties are, are literally adjacent, separated by defense, and... Uh, they literally, the Taylor deposit, uh, deposit goes right up to the property boundary. We are able to basically put the drill on the property boundary and and drill back onto their side of the fence to you know possibly help them out if they want it. Okay, interesting. But it's an interesting model in in the sense I think some people might say to you, well, you're kind of out of control in, in terms of the the timing there because. You know, it can be beholden to what else they're doing, what else they're going to focus on, and you know when they think they need that help. So, therefore, do you have to say, well, there's a certain amount of money we're going to spend on our side of the fence, and that'll give us and give us and anyone else looking in enough data to to say, well, potentially these things, two things, should come together sooner rather than and later. And and if so, you know, have you got a sense of what? That, that time frame is and what that well that dollar value is in terms of what you need to spend and and or raise uh good question matt i think what the key things are uh one really get to that 67 and a half percent but two it's going to come down to grade um if we find a boatload of super high grade that'll displace you know the grades that they're seeing uh in their year you know two three four five six um, you know, if we've got more than double the grade on our side of the fence, which is not far, it's like the, when you stand on our property, you can hear them building. I, we have conversations across the fence. Um, so I think it's going to come down to grade. If we can displace um, what they're seeing in their mind plan, it's literally just a matter of going right or left. I think that's going right, to be that, a, key, a key thing. I, I hear you. I hear you there. But I, I guess I think what you I think what you said a, sec- a few seconds ago was that the permits, which have taken you five years mm-hmm. to get, are are valuable, not just to you, but potentially for them um, as well. As whether a question of whether they want to keep trying for the next five years, what can they? Well, what can they do actually? You talk, you talk about twenty twenty four seven drilling almost. So, what, so what they what, what they've been able to achieve is on their patent mining claims. They've been able to drill out or drill out what they have with Taylor. And Taylor is a world-class deposit. What they've also done is they put their their drill to the edge of their their patent mining claim and they drilled out as far as humanly possible, I would imagine. And they found that peak target, um, which is, I mean, probably to me, their sexiest thing going right now. Uh, they were seeing some except what they disclosed, or I guess EMX disclosed it some exceptional copper grades and it it's looking like it leads towards our property and they really just can't drill further towards us 
I would imagine because possibly they're afraid of mineral um, trespass. Um, but again, we're right there and we could, we could possibly use, or we could definitely use our permit um, to get to their site as well. So it's a valuable, if, and if they were to take us out, they would inherit that permit and they could drill, drill all they want. Um, and again, that saves them five years, a lot of time, a lot of money. And they are spending quite a bit of money uh, at the moment um, advancing Taylor. Okay, okay. So, okay. What about, what about, what about money for you guys at the moment? Obviously, you, it's, it's a, these are deep, deep wells. Um, your the first well is I mean so is that is, is did you get data from that was it I mean you say it was you encountered some problems was there some data that you could recover as a case if you're going to go back in and see what you can get from that and you know if so how does that inform you know the next holes the series of holes that you may want to try and drill so we we do have assays in the lab so we're, we are waiting for that, hoping those come back uh, with some good news for our shareholders. Um, but we're, we're still not done with that hole, and it, it's getting very exciting from what I hear um, on the ground. So I, I honestly, I wish I was uh, down in Arizona watching it come out of the ground, but um, stuck here in the cold and the snow. But um, talking to me, thank you very much. That hole is still right. <laughs> Okay, so maybe some exciting needs to come there, we, and we'll come back on and tell us about it when, if, if and when it does. Love um, to. So coming back to the original question around money is money. like obviously pretty crappy markets last two years more broadly. Um, it's expensive money at the moment in the market. Um, oh. How do you go about raising money in a market like this? What do you think they're going to want to hear from you? What what data can you put together before you go and ask for that money? Uh Good question. Over the years, uh, because we've been a boring permitting story, it gave us a lot of time to curate um, a really mining savvy, heavy investor list. Um, you know, strong, strong hands. Uh, again, tech resources. Um, the guys over at Crestcat um, have a large position. Uh, U.S. Global has been with us for quite some time. Osisco development, um, actually the investment came from Osisco Gold Royalties at the time because they had the royalty over equity um, investment and royalty over with Arizona Mining on the Taylor side. So they knew the district really well. Um, and then once they had that exit, um, they came to us and, and invested in us as well. Just they understood the district, they understood the the, the rocks and, and really... Um, believed uh that that we had the extension so we have very very strong shareholders which gives us a little bit of um leverage going into these financings it's not an easy market it's very tough uh we have an exceptional retail base of shareholders that are are loyal and really active they call the company all the time which i love um so we're we were able to close get some money in the door um, this past month, like the last four weeks, I would imagine, over Christmas. Um, but it is tough, um, but we are going to deploy that capital to get results um, and to really try to get to that 50, 51% of our earning. Um, and then moving forward, once we get assays out, we really hope the market um, 
does respond, which could be, you know, I see some really great companies putting out some barn burning results and, and they're getting no love. But I do believe, um, you know, our results will resonate to the market um, just because it's been such a long haul through that permitting uh, and we're finally there. Do you think you're chasing the, the right commodities in the sense that I know there's copper and I'm loving um, copper, right? Copper, what about zinc, the rest of it? Copper, zinc, yep. silver. I mean, when you're talking this energy transition uh, and this decarbonization, we are, you know, our silver numbers are barn burning. We know we need silver for solar. We know we need silver for um, so many things, really. It's, it, it's not just a, a precious metal. It's a an industrial metal, really. Um, copper, we need more copper um, than people can possibly imagine. Um, you know, there's more copper in, in electric vehicles. Um, even in, in medical now, they're, they're covering everything with copper since uh, that lovely pandemic. Um, everything needs to be, you know, bacteria-free. Um, but again, the energy transition, the U.S. came out um, really supporting South 32's um, process. They've got the, the Fast 41 because these are critical metals that are needed for this decarbonization movement. South 32 is the first company in the U.S. to receive that Fast 41 um, permit. Um, and just on the back of receiving that, then the U.S. added copper. Um to those critical metals. So we, we really need to get these assets to market, uh, the, the commodities to market, because there's going to be a shortage. There's no doubt. Okay. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. Um, just on copper, okay, and I referenced it earlier, San Javier, um, it's a, a copper project where so PA not done but started. Is that, is that, is that, is that the general gist? Uh, about to be completed. About to be completed. Okay. And you're sitting with a lot of copper there at the moment. So it's a question of, I guess, best allocation of capital and best return on that capital invested. So for you, um, obviously, Sunnyside is 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 focus. Um, is, I guess, what is it? Is it less hanging fruit compared to San Javier? Or have well, you just not seen the love for San Javier? Oh, I do love San Javier. I think San Javier. Yeah, are you getting it in the market? You know, that's that's the decider. Well, I think the the from because I'm an investor in the company um, first, and so when when my when the investors suffer, I suffer alongside with them. The one thing I love about San Javier is because it's so advanced, and it can be it's it's a very straightforward asset. It can be brought to production pretty quickly, albeit it's a smaller asset. Um, and with copper being so hot at the moment, um, there's a lot of eyeballs on that one. Um, so it could, it will serve a purpose potentially um, for our investors. We just won't be putting any money into it. Um, but our dollars are best spent. The torquiest asset we have is is uh, Sunnyside. So we will deploy our capital there. But San Javier is a great asset um, that will no doubt serve our, our shareholders. At some point, it has some future future value. Okay. Well, like, um, just, just as a kind of like overview of this, like I'm, I wasn't kind of set, you know, set on sort of digging you out on anything. Or I was just really trying to you know, try and work out you know, what, what you've got going on. I mean, if you're, if you're talking to your shareholders now, you, you, what are you going to be pointing at in 2024, which is going to make a big difference for them? Results, high-grade results. 
getting our earn end completed. Because um, then we move to a straight, you know, joint venture. They need to, they'll be able to participate pro rata, which will be helpful to us. We won't be so out of pocket. Um, and we could advance this thing, you know, as a team, you know, and possibly move faster. What's the name of the game, hopefully, in 2020? Well, I think that part of the name of the game is to be still at the table playing the game uh, for 2024. It's been a sort of tough couple of years, as I say, but uh, um, I appreciate you coming in, Tarian, and, and telling us all about it. Um, you know, um, it sort of caught the eye. Um, we wanted, wondered what it was about. Now I know. So appreciate your time. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. I look forward to being back uh, with some great news.